Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I am joined by my, my good, my partner in crime, the, uh, the death stroke to my Billy Wintergreen. <laughs> guy English is here. Hi, Guy. You know, it occurs to me, how come you're always the host and me and John are always the tagalongs? Um, because I edit the show. That's true. You do That's... actually do all of the actual work involved in this thing. And it's you're the... about to read the notes and do all of the work, and I'm just here to crack jokes, basically. It's the one perk I take for myself. That's true. Well, the one thing that I do, though, is bring the sponsor money in. Oh, that's and right. this week, the presenting sponsor of the Speedy Arrowcast is a GoFundMe to buy the Arrow Writers Room a copy of the internet for dummies. That's <laughs> uh, a worthy cause. Uh, I think so. I don't, I don't I know if it's tax deductible, stre- but should be. Yeah, our stretch goal is something more recent than the 2002 version. Something maybe <laughs> 2015. A lot has changed. Yeah, Technologies ever-moving. Uh, we should say that John Moltz is on assignment this week. He has gone off to uh, to help Slade Wilson with something. No one really knows what, though. He's actually being a good parent, which you wouldn't imagine from listening to this show. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> he, He's our example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about Season 6, Episode 4, which is entitled Reversal. Um, and I'm reading the notes this week, and we're recording... Uh, it's been almost a week since the last episode, so I might be a little fuzzy. Also, I'm super tired, so we'll see how this goes, but I am, I do have notes. Yeah. Um, all right. We should have mixed up a cocktail for this one. Uh, you know what? I had a cocktail earlier at dinner, so we'll see if I'm just riding high on that sucker right (laughs) there. Um, so, uh, okay. Reversal. We open up with Laurel, evil Laurel, picking up some dude in a bar. Uh, he turns out to be married. They um, make out in an alley or something. Um, Oliver and Felicity are on a date. They're reminiscing about their first date, which was season three, episode one, uh, where they got interrupted by a bomb. <laughs> so, so the bomb they have and, jokes. Of, was it a bomb or machine that. gun fire? Or yeah, both? one of those. It's hard to say. Uh, basically, they're pointing out how, you know, this is going so much better at this point. Yeah. Um, and then Felicity gets a call and has to go, which does lead to one of my favorite bits of this episode, where she says, this is how it felt to be you, isn't it? Uh, since Oliver has retired from being the Green Arrow, but Felicity is still actively on the team. Yeah, I did um, like that. Okay. Yeah, that, that's cute. nice. And that's, that's the setup for this entire episode. And, and I will say, without getting into too much detail, that I feel is like what works for me here. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that doesn't work. Oh, yeah. So... Um, so they found, uh, you know, the body of that guy that Evil Laurel seduced. Uh, apparently, he was Sonic screamed to death from an inch away, which sounds really unpleasant. Um, the team does some uh, looking into this guy who seems to be pretty boring, although they do comment. Uh, my favorite bit in here is there is a reference to his Upswipes profile, which yep. is a Legends of Tomorrow crossover bit. So, um, that is I, one of my favorite bits of that show this season where ray goes to work at a dating firm that is basically tinder except you swipe up instead of right i love it it's hilarious yeah and also i told you i had very few notes that was one of the two notes that i had so it's, it's going to be a bit of an anemic episode <laughs> yeah right um laurel is reporting to some guy he gives her a folder with a picture of a woman in it seems like it might be their next target Felicity uh, goes back to her apartment and invites Oliver over, I think, at this point. 
Um, and she's uh, standing there and then notices someone else in the apartment. It's our friend Elena? Alana? <laughs> it's our friend Felicity Jr. Um, formerly of Helix. Helix. She's asking Felicity for help because Kate and James, the guy they broke out of prison, is working on something bad, and she needs Felicity's help to stop him. Um, it's unclear at this point exactly what it is, but the collateral estimate is 4% of the world population, and supposedly Kane James is in Corto Maltese. And, and it seems like a lot of people. It is. Indeed. And that was, I, as I re- reference here, it is the conservative estimate as well. Yeah. So it's like the lower end of the collateral damage. This also contains the rather questionable line, I'm a hacktivist, not a monster. Oh, I hate the it. use of the word hacktivist is is bad you should not do that because it sounds dumb it it sounds awful especially the way she barks it at her yes it's Uh, not not convincing not cool um laurel has meanwhile killed another person uh a woman who is a college librarian um felicity is trying to help elena um there's uh my my notes literally say technical gobbledygook about tech um a little bit and Oliver basically shows up, is surprised to see Elena there, and Felicity um, counsels Felicity in his new capacity as wise Oliver to tell the rest of the team. Um, meanwhile, Laurel is tracking down somebody to to kill. Um, <laughs> Curtis tracks the sonic cry. My notes say, fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Um, Felicity and Elena go off to a rave to find a dealer because they need a specific technological device called a ghost mirror drive, which I have in my notes because it is not a thing that you need to go to the black market to get. I don't even... I don't even uh, understand what that's supposed to be. A ghost mirror drive... I mean, basically, they took some words that they thought sounded really cool. Um, But, like, a ghost is just, like, an image that you make of a disc. There is no, like... okay. Yeah, it's that's sure. not, that's, not important. Yeah. I mean, um, I didn't, I don't understand why you'd call it. Is that a thing? People call them ghosts? Yeah. In fact, when I used to work in IT, we used to, because there used to be a product, I think oh, it's, it's a was, term of, okay. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Norton used to have a program oh, called Ghost, right. which was basically just, it's basically lets you set up. We had like a ton of computer. I worked in a library. We had a ton of terminals and whenever one broke, you would just pull just, it. You just reimage the drive. Exactly. And then you just throw it back out there. Yeah. So that's it. That's not a thing you need to go to a black market dealer for at a rave. No, that's what I'm saying. Internet for dummies would have covered that. Yeah. Nobody in IT has ever needed to go to a black market rave. Let's just be clear. No. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Now that you jogged my memory, yeah. Ghost is a, that's a good product name. It's a great product name. It sounds super cool. It's not interesting. No. (laughs) Um, also, this is a dealer named Amnesiac, who is apparently just a dude in a suit. Um, yeah, you know right, what? I found sure. him forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where's um, Maltz? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. There's a Maltz for you. Thanks, man. Um, there's a weird-looking dude in, like, a, you know, creepy gas mask or something, who, of course, pops in when the dealer threatens to kill felicity and elena and it turns out of course that it's oliver who's disguised himself to protect felicity but screws everything up instead which was kind of delightful um felicity although on the other hand i how are they supposed to escape yeah i don't know what the plan was there they have goons with guns in there 
Like maybe they're going to sweet talk him or something. It's unclear. It's not. And and Felicity, like Dark Felicity, gets her knocked out so that Ollie can reveal himself. Yes. And they can have this little chat. The whole thing just seems weird. Like it's a little. There was no out of that room unless Ollie came in and beat them all up. Yeah. So um, I don't know why you'd give him crap, but anyway. I do like the um I do like that the back and forth there is basically Felicity pointing out like, look, I'm trying to protect you because you're under the yes. you know, the yeah. the eye of the FBI at this point. You should not be running around vigilanteing stuff. Yeah, I do like it. And they play they play him for a goof. Yep. Like yep. Th- thanks, honey, but Yeah, well meaning. Well meaning well meaning, but yeah. She's not even particularly super mad at him. She's just like come on, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Except main the setup, Mainly, I think he, he did really, so it doesn't really work out. But yeah, anyway. slightly awkward. Like if she uh, definitely had a plan to get out of there, that would have been more on her side. Right, right. Um, meme. So they take the tech they need. Meanwhile, uh, the team concludes that Laurel uh, has been stealing fingerprints from these nobodies, and they think, oh, maybe they're they're just a little too nobody. Turns out they're all cover identities. Bum, bum, bum. Um, Felicity does tell Dig about Caden James, which is good, even though it's on like a super brief phone call. Uh, Curtis finds probable location based on the sonic cries, and Dig puts two and two together and realizes that Felicity is in trouble. Uh, we have another slightly technologically questionable moment where uh, Elena and Felicity go to the former Helix headquarters because they need to use proprietary connection it's really i don't understand does not make sense <laughs> i do uh, not understand yeah they're technolo- talking about the wiring and the, the it's not a thing it's cool maybe maybe they left some rooters in there with like some i don't know it's it's i'm stretching it's, here it no it this is this is this is as we will learn in a moment, this is a problem when it turns out you don't understand technology as well as you think you understand technology. Yeah. Uh, you have some fundamental problems here. Um, so there, uh, the code name of this project, supposedly, that Kate and James work on is Arclight. Um, Felicity and Elena are just hacking in when, of course, Black Siren shows up with... Caden James, who is played by Michael Emerson. I do love Michael Emerson. I he's love not, him a lot. He's not asked to do much in this episode, other than and they, interestingly, they held his credit until the end. He is not listed in the guest credits at the beginning of the episode. He's listed at the and the end credits because they That's clearly nice. wanted that yeah. to be a turn, which is nice. However, since it was already widely conjectured that this is the character he would be playing, it did not actually come up as a huge shock. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you've seen, um, oh god, I hate it when I start a sentence per- and then person of words. interest. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's my plan. So, basically, I just keep talking until you fill in all the pertinent <laughs> details and make me sound smart. Yeah, yeah no. If, if you've seen Person of Interest, uh, guess what? Of course, he's going to play that character. Yeah, I've only watched two episodes of that, but even from that, I can tell he's playing this yeah. similar character. I, I think you might like it. I, I enjoyed the two episodes I saw, but I, it's one of those things where it's like I have so much TV to watch. I don't have time to binge four seasons of something. Yeah, yet. no, no. But I mean, but I'll go he, back to it. Yeah, on a rainy day, it's actually worth watching. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's great in it. And uh, despite the premise being uh, super tech oriented, they actually do a decent job. Yeah, like, yeah. They you know, there's a bunch he, of hand waving, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's passable. 
It's hard to put this up against something like I was talking to our friend Tony Sindelar, and he's like, yeah, I watched that in close proximity to an episode of Mr. Robot. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that's night and day, because hacking is such a central part of that show that they know they have to get it incredibly right. And they they mostly do, um, if not probably better. I mean, they have consultants and everything, right? Like, the point of this show is not, the point of Arrow is not hacking, it's superheroes shooting arrows at people. So, like, it's a little outside their ballowick. Yeah, but... Here's the thing. If I, it, it seems like we're going to hinge a bunch of the season on this stuff. That's my worry. <laughs> like, I mean, I would like to think that if you and I were sitting in a, in a room trying to break a season, we would not pick a topic to hinge a bunch of the season on that we had no idea about, nor any interest in researching. <laughs> right. It's It's troubling because they treat it a little bit like so, you know, season four, we had Damien Dark and we introduced magic, right? And it's like, it's like yeah. they are treating it exactly like they treat magic, which is like, nobody yeah. really knows how technology works, so it doesn't matter what we say. Yeah. No, that's, some that's of the hand-waving I'm, I'm okay with. Right. But people know more about tech than the writers. I think the average person, maybe I'm skewed because I'm a tech guy, but I'm going to imagine that anybody can watch this show and think that like this is not how things work. I, it's hard to say, right? Like, because we watch shows, and I'm sure there are lots of. I know people who are other professionals, right? Like medical professionals, for example. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. any number of medical professionals who look at any show that's either, even not the, like even a medical show, and say, "Yeah, that's not how that works either." But there are fewer people probably who understand the intricacies of that because it's you know a much more rarefied profession in general. Yeah, uh, yeah. Guess there what? are a lot uh, of like legal shows. Yeah, exactly. Not, not totally accurate. <laughs> there, let's put it this way. There aren't a lot of amateur legal or medical enthusiasts. Yeah. There are a lot of amateur tech enthusiasts. Yeah. Um, so Enough that's going to be basic and a, stuff. A lot you, of them are crossover in your market when you're doing superhero shows, too. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. anyway yeah. Uh, so they're in trouble. Uh, Kate and James have been tracking Elena, and apparently he has ninjas. Sure. Uh, the team shows up to save, save them, uh, but Elena gets shot. Uh, when they do some research back in the uh, in the Arrow Cave, they realize the people... <laughs> sorry, it's going to get worse <laughs> before it gets better. People that they've stolen fring- fingerprints from are the, basically, domain name managers. They're going to take down the vault that contains... <sighs> All right. So, here's the thing. <laughs> there, is a, <laughs> there is a germ of truth in the way that this works, yes. right? Like, the yeah. internet is managed by domain name servers, which essentially are ways of translating domain names into internet addresses. And there are, like, 13 or more, root, I think, root now, servers. root servers. Yeah, I think there's more now, but yeah. But that, they're, not the the same, they're not all in the same place. No, for kind one. of intentionally. Because that would be that's dumb. a dumb idea. <laughs> and it's not a vault. <laughs> like, it's literally, like, no. they're in, like, server rooms. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, it, this whole thing's stupid. Also, and there are no the people undercover identities who no, manage them. <laughs> no. No. And, you know, as good as the uh, fingerprint scanner stuff is, not a secure password. No. Yes. Yeah. The, like, that is not how that works. No. That would never work like that. Anyway. Whew, so many problems <sighs> with this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and you know so, what? Just a little... Uh, uh, just because it's so stupid... The whole point, the reason the internet was made was so that if somebody dropped a nuclear, well, the Soviets dropped a nuclear bomb on America, there would still be command and control. Right. 
So you know what you don't do? Distribute. Put it in one place. That's yeah. what you don't do. Yeah. That's, like, that's job one. Yeah. Like the, the fundamental idea of it is not to have this thing that they, you know, a giant MacGuffin room that they can yeah. go and fight, fight, fight in. Maybe, maybe in the Arrowverse universe, something really bad happened and they decided to rescind all control back to a centralized service. That is the most generous <laughs> headcanon I can give you here maybe still seems like a bad idea it's still a terrible idea yeah. um all right so oliver and felicity have a talk wait Felicity's- <laughs> god i hate my- <laughs> i can't stop this it's gonna be this this is gonna be one of those shows yeah yeah um the location of this vault of vault o computer is known though right like that's not a secret well curtis says he has to find it oh, okay so it is hidden they at least go in with security by obscurity here okay <laughs> Okay. Also okay. not a good plan. I thought it was just a known. Okay. So that's a... Uh, so. Yeah. The, the address so, is not like the vault. One yeah. center street. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Oliver talks to Felicity um, uh, because she's feeling guilty about this whole thing with Caden James. And he is... He's an expert in guilt. Uh, so he's trying to sort of pep talk her up. And once again, as the episode title has indicated, we have a reversal of roles here where Oliver is giving the advice to Felicity that she would have given to him. Uh, in earlier seasons which is kind of nice mm-hmm. um meanwhile curtis finds this mysterious vault we have a cutaway with black siren who says i had a family once which is an interesting little bit of foreshadowing that we don't still don't know all the details about her life on earth too whether what her relationship with her family was but she clearly you know maybe there is some redemption uh part of her there somewhere um we also no. get a line from James that says, without him, she would have starved or bled to death on Lian Yu, which suggests that maybe it wasn't a magical resurrection, although they show that clip at the top of the episode, and it really looks like she just, like, gets revived. Yeah. Uh, See, it's I, unclear. Wasn't, I wasn't sure. And I'm going to chalk the win up to me. Based on this, but, I would give you credit on that because my notes yeah. say maybe not a magical resurrection, but I it's it's unclear I, I exactly it was what's just going on there. Poorly shot. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that. Well, they, because it was kind of rushed. Remember, like five different things were happening at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yep. Like so, That's maybe true. they didn't want to have him bending down and trying to help her out, but put like a give her a syringe or something. I don't something. know. Anyway, it's weird. Um, Curtis. But also, is really- wait, she snaps this poor guy's neck. Yes. That is true. And uh, Caden James says that she didn't have to do that. So That's true. Yeah. it's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, Curtis is impressed by the Vault's biometric hand scanners. Does, does there, do their smartphones not have fingerprint scanners? Because it's really not that impressive. I don't know. Especially okay. because the, the, the iPhone ten just shipped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Move on the face recognition or something. Come on. Right. Um and we have perhaps what is the most egregious line in the entire episode where when they marvel at the size of the vault, Felicity says, and I quote, it has to be big to hold the whole internet. My notes say no arrow, bad. Yeah. And that's because here's the fundamental problem for this. Even if your tech stuff is really bad, we're supposed to believe that Felicity... We, we know Felicity is a technical expert, right? We know she is a tech genius. That's mm-hmm. fine. You can have a character who is a tech genius. But they can't stay say stupid crap like that because that makes them sound incredibly dumb. 
Because yep. she clearly knows if she is as qualified as we believe her to be from our experience in the show. This is like a, you know, a doctor, like having a character who's a doctor be like, oh, this guy's humors are out of balance. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. The, the other thing is, uh, it's kind of in the name. Internet. There's a connection of, like, you don't put that all in one, one room. That's. It's also not big. It's not big enough. You never have one vault big enough to hold all the data no. on the internet. That's, again, it's not how it works. Uh, and here's the thing. If they were trying to make her sound like she was uh, uh, being sarcastic, or facetious, uh, yes. whatever the hell, I'm not going to even try to pronounce that right now. Facetious. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't work because they've undermined all of our credibility yes. with all of the other tech garbage. If everything else was fine and Curtis walked in, well, first of all, it's Curtis. So if somebody else walked in who didn't know anything about tech and said, man, I didn't expect it to be so huge. And she said, yeah, yeah, well, it holds the whole internet. We could at least maybe think that she was joking. Yeah. But because everything else is so poorly conceptualized. Right. Or, or even have flip it and have like, you know, someone like Renee being like, man, this, I guess this place got to be big to hold the whole internet and yeah. just have her like roll her eyes or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, fine. That would be funny, in fact. Yeah. But I'm totally willing that- to believe Renee thinks you can just. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That is consistent with that character. He is not a tech guy, yeah. um, but it, it makes her sound dumb. And that is unfortunate. Um, and this is one of my other pet peeves in this episode is they go back to the same well several times where Felicity or Curtis says a whole bunch of technical jargon and another character says, can you say that again in English? I counted. It's like four times in this episode. And that's really lazy. It's really lazy writing when you have to go back to that well that many times. Once might be funny, even though that has become a cliche, but four times is you're trying to cover your own ass for what you don't know, and you're right. failing. <laughs> right. It's just bad. It's, um... Uh, so Star Trek's kind of famous for doing that, right? Like, they even coined the term Technobattle. Yeah. But it's also set 400 years in the future, set, and none of... We don't know how any of that works. Exactly. <laughs> set 400 years in the future, we have no idea how anything works. And they actually go to some pains to try to make it at least internally consistent. Right. Like, if yes. they have, like, a little doodad that they're going to play with, they just call it an isolinear chip. Right. The, the engine runs on uh, warp juices. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they say. <laughs> we're we're going to get some readers upset. <laughs> but, and, their, and their laser pistols, you know, work on a certain principle. But you can have Technobabble and then explain it to, it's usually Riker, because he's, he plays the part of the dummy for the sake of the audience. And that works fine. In this... It doesn't work at all because the tech is so explained so random and haphazardly that the actual explanation, the English side of it, doesn't seem to match up with what the techno babble is. Right. Anyway, it's just uh, and it's and it's more to the point. It's all real world tech, right? Very yeah. little of what they're doing here. Some of it is pushed a little further, right? Like we know, you know, on over on the Flash, they retask the satellite to do any number of things that actually a satellite probably can't do but yeah. it's fine you're willing to let it go but there's a when you're dealing with the internet it is a known thing how the internet works you could spend an hour on wikipedia 
and get a pretty good understanding that would be better than what they did here. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you can just spend an hour on the internet and get a better idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, that oh, would... the servers are down. Like, you know, have a bad yeah. day on the internet and people pretty much figure out how it works. Yeah. Um, so the plot here, and again, we're just going to disclaim up front that this plot is ridiculous. Caden is overclocking the CPU in the vault. There are so many problems with this sentence. In order to make it explode, let's put it that way. There are so many problems with this. Um, I, I don't even necessarily want to go into all of them, but we'll just say just for starters that there's this vault has like, if it in fact contains that many servers, it has many CPUs, not one. Uh, and overclocking one will not cause it to explode. No. It might cause it a server to crash because you're just pushing a server too hard and thermal I mean, problems will cause the phase. Yeah, but the best you're going to do is get a bunch of them to shut down due to thermal. Because there is nothing explosive no. <laughs> in any of these things. Does, Maybe does you could happen. start a fire. You might be able to start a fire. Maybe. Maybe. They all... You'd have... But these places are equipped with that kind of fit, like fire retardant systems for those reasons, right? Like, yeah. You don't but want to fire. also so suggest a can of gasoline and a match. Yeah, that would work way better. <laughs> that just seems like the caveman approach seems like it would work, you know? Um, so none of this, so just fundamentally, none of this makes sense. No. The idea of capturing DNS servers, I mean, what are you going to do? Reboot them to different, like reboot an IP to a different server, maybe? If you took them all down? Well, that would be bad. That would be bad, but there is also redundancy there beyond is, that in the system. Exactly. Yeah, the way it actually works is, like I said, intentionally redundant, and all of that's cached. And if you, I mean, there's been attacks like this. They're like, remember yes. years ago, there was you, a yeah, cache was poisoning took, attack against the... And they took down like four servers or something, four root servers or something. There yeah. was a point where they took down a bunch of them, but even then, it's like, stuff gets slow, and you can't get to certain sites, maybe, but the internet doesn't die. No. In fact, it, I mean, all that happens is your name lookup gets screwed up. The IP address is still working. Anyway, whatever. Right. Know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a big fight in the vault. Um, I'll have a couple random notes here. Where did, This is a random note that does not have to do with technology. Well, only uh, ancillary to do with technology. Where does the arrow gun keep arrows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of unclear on how it works. Because, <laughs> like, he's shooting full... John is shooting full-length arrows out of his gun. His crossbow gun. Isn't he wearing a the uh, the quiver? The quiver. But does he? Is he? Is it a? Is he reloading every time with an arrow? Because that so. seems okay. I didn't see it. I, I thought that there was either. like a magazine or something, and I was like, that seems really hard to do. Maybe I'll keep an eye on it because have to like move up and then whatever. It'd be weird. I mean, he he is essentially using a crossbow that is just not using a string so much as like probably some form of like gas propelled sure projectiles sure yeah but also he uh he only shoots one yeah so i thought he had more than one but maybe i don't know yeah i'll pay more attention the next time he he pulls it out yeah because there there are some questions about i remember him shooting it at um black uh, siren black siren and she shatters it yes and then i thought they just fight 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 but yeah um so in during this whole situation oliver has gone down into the lair and is basically decided to be Overwatch for this particular encounter and help Felicity. Again, I thought this moment was nice. I, it's, I thought it was cute. I enjoy that they switch places 
and that he has to be sort of managing it from afar while Felicity is out in the field. It's a nice dynamic shift. Um, a little silly to say you've automated the system to the point where William could operate it for a few reasons. One, as we discussed in our flashback episodes, Oliver clearly has some technical skills. <laughs> um, yeah. But also, we all know, like, 10-year-old boys are way more competent <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's actually not like a, like a diss so much as a, yeah. well, like, I, mean, I am not yeah. the level of a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Baron Trump is keeping you safe from all the, the Russian <laughs> hackers. So, <laughs> Thank God someone is. Yeah. Uh, my The headcanon, I guess, is Ollie's out of date because it's been so many years since he had to do it. Plus, Felicity's got it all tweaked to her setup. But man, if you've ever sat down at anybody else's computer and tried to do something, you realize other people's computers are hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like yeah. nothing is where you want it to be. Yeah. So I have Actually, trouble. I've, I don't know about you, but and this is definitely a tangent. I've basically given up customizing computers at this point oh I, wow interesting i, I just use the defaults i turn up the mouse speed a bit and the keyboard repeat rate and that's pretty much it i have a few things i do here or there but that's only because i end up using mostly my computer so it doesn't yeah. i don't run into that problem i wouldn't even know like if you uh, i like actually use my girlfriend's phone and it's like where are all the apps i don't understand why do you not have this app here why <laughs> yeah spotlight baby it's the only way yeah. i find that's stuff. I, that's right that's yeah. right that's what you have to do yeah. um so Felicity finds the console that James was using, and I don't know, it's, there's the fight with Dig and Black Siren, you mentioned she shatters the arrow, she kind of makes a joke about you've changed something, and it's like, I guess you're referring to the fact that it's Dig and not Ollie, but it's really, un- I don't know, it it's seems gotta be. silly. It's gotta be, because she knows uh, Dig. Yeah, this is true so, as well. Yeah. Um, somebody, is it Renee that makes the joke about, thank God we saved the internet? <laughs> I think so. If so, funny. Yeah. yeah. He's funny. Um, I like Renee. I love but, Renee. He's so wait, one of the best. They're shooting bullets here. at all these computers. Ah, so much bad idea. Is this good? Such a bad idea. All this is a bad idea. I just don't understand. Um, Maybe, if, I don't know. I mean, clearly they just made this in the, uh, uh, like the big open space that they have there, right? The, what am I trying to say? You know, whenever oh, they do. Um, soundstage? Well, yeah, no, I know that. But when they, uh, <laughs> I love that I ask you for help and then I crap on you. I don't, I, I don't know. No, I, I just, I literally don't know what's um, <laughs> Like the warehouses and all of that where, you know, where the bad guys convene and then they always go and grab them. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I'm sure it's just that set or that Yeah, it's the area, same thing. Except put with like these boxes with like, yeah, yeah, cheap the LEDs flashing, on them. Flashing know? lights. Yeah. Yep. Because it's... Anyway, I mean, it doesn't look anything like a server room. Uh, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't really look anything like Which a actually might have been an interesting, because it's all cramped in there. So that actually might have been interesting. Right. Yeah, there's, there's something interesting to be done there, but they didn't do yeah. it. <laughs> um, Felicity has to take down a firewall during some of this to stop the virus that Caden James was saying, but they, they went. Oh, wait, it's fine. Was, there was a... Yeah, it comes back. Was there a we'll Trojan? Okay. Um, so they save the internet great uh felicity goes to talk to elaine in the hospital uh hey she wants to work for felicity's startup by the way this seems like a really bad idea because this person was working for like a hacking organization for a long time but okay um felicity still doesn't know what to make with their startup and real until elena helps jog her memory that she created a spinal implant that let her walk again two years ago why don't you just turn that into your startup does, okay. Sure. All right. I'm gonna let you get away with this one, even though that's a that's a living foot story. 
If you could make that device, you should absolutely try and find a way to make a device. That device that's not going to make you any money because no. it's one of those things that you can't like produce at scale. They're they're saying the problem was Palmer Tech couldn't produce it at scale, and it's like your startup's not going to be able yes. to fix that problem. No, it's not going to help. Um, I mean, anyway, it's good. that would be great for the world to have. Absolutely, and uh, I mean the writing's clumsy, but they need to remind us that she actually was. Uh, paralyzed at one point yes all too briefly because that was again something interesting they could have done with the character they didn't really commit and, as and much to just it. frankly representation but yep nope yep didn't, didn't um meanwhile <laughs> uh or in addition uh she <laughs> and this i just this again the writing in this episode is not their best um they decide to call the startup helix um i don't understand which seems dumb <laughs> Because even if, I mean, the argument is, I guess, nobody's using it, but King James is still out there. Isn't his organization still called Helix? I'm very confused by this point. And also, well, I just... Well, what's her name? Emily says, uh, I know that's not her name, but she says that uh, hackers aren't going to come after you for copyright infringement. Which is funny, but they might come after you in other ways. <laughs> it is funny, but at the same time, I'm not going to call my next software venture Anonymous, Inc., because <laughs> right why tempt fate <laughs> right exactly like yeah uh, or it's like i mean there was a payment firm called isis and they changed their name because guess what oh, that's, that's bad so, pr yeah. but it's also like somebody being like you know i'm gonna start <laughs> i'm gonna start a like a i'm gonna start a business getting honey from bees i'm gonna call it hive <laughs> like yeah. no that name is in use and it's for something else that was bad and don't yeah. try to fix it yeah. we had a clothing store back in my old neighborhood that was uh called isis yeah I felt bad for those people but, yeah uh, well you know that's not your fault but you no, also probably need to react to no, that also, and change the name <laughs> well i don't know Maybe don't lean into it. It's an Let's Egyptian it goddess. Way. Well, yeah, definitely don't lean into it. But yeah, well, they've done this. In, Egyptian goddess, in fact, right? so. they've done, and moreover, they've done this over on Legends of Tomorrow. Um, the character, uh, and I'm blanking on her name, but the new addition to the cast this year. Um, yeah. is the one a, from Seattle 2042, right? That, yes, yeah. and she, that is a, she is a version of a DC Comics heroine named Isis. Oh. Which they're not using as Oops. the name yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, same idea. Anyways, we learn in our little like uh, post everything is happy scene that Caden James really just wanted to trick Felicity into taking down the firewall to cover his tracks, and he uploaded some code to his project. Again, it seems a really convoluted plan, but I guess if you're a master hacker, that's kind of what you do. Uh, in our doesn't, little, but uh, it doesn't, how can, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't yeah, sorry, that was it. He didn't want to take it down himself because he didn't yes. want his fingerprints on it. Okay. So fine. in theory, he still uploaded a virus that had his fingerprints. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to go. Also, I'm not going there. Well, this is what I was getting at with the domain name thing. What is that virus possibly going to do? Right. Yeah. What is, what is, the, what is the plot? Well, let's the get there in one second. The domain name things is like, I give you apple.com and you give me back 17 dot whatever the hell. What right. are you pot like? You can't really do man in the middle attacks because you don't have this certs. Anyway, but I'm getting in the weeds. Yeah, so maybe but basically, maybe this is a bad plan. It does not make sense. Yes, um, we got one scene left, which is basically Oliver and Felicity trying to pick up their their date. Everything seems to be going great until Oliver's phone rings this time, and it's Slade who needs Oliver's help. The end. 
So as we discussed during the recap, I think my big concern is that if you have a villain who is a master hacker, you need to know this stuff. Like you need to, you need to have at least plausibility for your plot. Like it doesn't work like magic. It doesn't work like other things that are kind of obscure and nobody really knows how they work. Right. Like you can get away with Slade having Mirakuru soldiers because it's a, it's a comic book show. Yeah. You can get away with Damien Dark having magic powers because it's a comic book show. Yeah. You can and, get away and, with Rachel Ghoul being immortal because it's a comic book show. But when you're making your character somebody who is fundamentally rooted in the technology we have today, you need to do research about that and how it works because otherwise it sounds really stupid. Yeah. You can get away with uh, Ray Palmer. Sure. Because sure. Science unless you shrink. Science okay. has magic. Fine. But science is some kind of uh, nitty gritty real world thing. You gotta get it right, or yeah, at least marginally right. And here's the thing: they didn't need to make those DNS servers. They didn't need to make them the internet, right? Whatever, they used just whatever, enough to be dangerous. Exactly. Whatever MacGuffin words you used in there could have worked better than the ones that they did. Right. I agree. And and maybe we might be the minority in this one. I don't know how how much of the general populace who's watching these shows are complaining about this. I don't know. Um, I'm going to guess our readers are pretty tech-savvy, though. Just, our readers, just, yes. Yeah. But I'm looking at, like, I read the AV Club review, and they gave it a B, and it's like, and there was no mention of any, really, of the technology problems. Uh, and I was like, all right, maybe this is a very different sort of, you know, people are watching this for different things. Fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if it was a good episode with bad tech, I would be okay. But since nothing made sense, it, I didn't. It was the A plot. That's that's the issue, right? Like, yeah, that was that's it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can get away with if it's a side plot, um, or if it's something that supports the main plot. And and the stuff that I liked in this episode is the stuff about Oliver and Felicity having to switch places. But because you put Felicity in the foreground, and her superpower is essentially yeah. tech. You know, it, it, that that had to bear a lot more weight. That's a load-bearing plot point now, and all of a sudden, you your research is not strong enough to support I, that. I agree completely. Like, we've just seen uh, in season one, uh, that episode where she's trying to track down the guy who's kidnapped um, Roy in, right. the, in the, the metro, in the subway car. That's cool. I mean, that's obviously tech hand-wavy and doesn't really happen. But they sell it enough, and you believe it, and the rest of the episode's great, so who cares? You don't dwell right. on that kind of thing. But like you said, when you're trying to hinge the entire episode on something like this, at least get it a little bit right. Yeah, and, and the other thing that, that this puts a big question mark over for this show, and I didn't, it was not a thing I was thinking about last week when we talked about this, but the more it goes on, the longer I sort of wonder, like, how long can you afford to keep Oliver? And and I say that not as the character, but as how long can you afford to keep Stephen Amell out of action sequences, right? Like, they kind of had to, they kind of put him in one midway through this episode because, you know, that's what a lot of people are tuning in to see. Yeah. It's a tough thing when you have to sort of sideline your main character. Uh, and this episode in particular, uh, it's fine because the whole point of it is that he's sidelined mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like, that's an interesting question of having to him to deal with like the fact that he's not on the team anymore. He is the outsider. He is 
the one who gets left at dinner, like, right. you know, holding the check. Um, so I think that that's, there's interesting stuff in there. Um, but it's also at the same time makes it a lot more challenging when you have to bring side characters into the spotlight and right. make sure they have enough time. Well, I haven't seen the preview, but, uh, I imagine he's going to be fight, fight, fighting next week. Right. Um, it seems I, like, a, I, it seems like a, I, I'm going to guess it's like a buddy movie with Slade and Ollie. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that. Um, yeah, me too. I, I do like the mayor parts of this week episode at the very beginning when there are people who like who are like, oh, are you guys back together? Right. Yeah. Like because they were a very public couple. And so yeah. it's kind of cute that the city is like uh, tuned into that. Right. Like they're the subject of like gossip magazines or whatever. Yeah. I kind of enjoy that. It's kind of amusing. She, yeah. after all, was like the head of a huge tech company and he was the mayor, you know, yeah. slash playboy, etc. Yeah. Billionaire boyfriend. Yeah, I liked it. And, you know, I kind of like the way they're getting along, and so I'm fine with that. Yeah, like the, you said, the, that bit was yeah. good. The rest, not so much. Um, uh, we didn't get to see... Sorry, were you going to add to that? Oh, the only other point I had was, I think it's at the beginning here, right, where somebody... Um, is it in this one? or One of them, they talk about the anti-vigilante legislation. Yeah, I was about to say that. It, uh, yeah. 70% are in favor, and they're, like, super bummed that it's not more than 70%. I was like, 70%? That's really good. That's good, yeah. <laughs> Politics is the other thing these people know nothing about. <laughs> they're like, 100% or nothing. Like, it if it's not 100%, we are going to be really upset. Yeah, yeah. Remember when, yeah. Remember, oh, man, Alex is coming up naturally. Remember when Alex was, like, running <laughs> campaigns and, like, nothing, yeah. nothing made sense? Just did not uh, make any sense. Maybe, I don't know, man, maybe the writers are doing this on purpose. Like, let's see what we can get away with. What topic we can possibly have that we just absolutely butcher. Next week. They've, done, the, they've uh, done journalism, too. Remember when, oh um, God. when what's-her-name outed? She heard that Ollie didn't appoint uh, the question, Quentin. Yeah. And then he immediately burns his source. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, this show is awesome. Are they, uh, do they do like do you think when they started out they did like a lot of research into archery and that was pretty much it <laughs> i don't know i don't know but i do know that they have a they have a archery teacher trainer you better on a sh- again if yes, your show you relies yeah. on a guy who shoots arrows you better have somebody who knows what he's doing yeah but i mean you remember that clip that i think you sent it to me with um uh what's her name his sister uh shooting arrows yes Yes, Thea. Uh, Thea. Thea. Wow, sorry. I've decided out of mind, I guess. Yeah, she was actually pretty good. Well, hey, it's a skill, right? Like, you yeah. can, and most of these people are generally pretty, I mean, Stephen Amell is clearly an incredibly physical person. I yeah. have no no trouble believing that he could teach himself or learn how to do this. Yeah. Um, or get, you know, I, that they would have a consultant who would know all the details and be able to impart that. And again, if you're going to be shooting arrows for five or six years, yeah. You better learn how, and it's supposed to look like you're an amazing person at this. You better not make yeah, like rookie to, mistakes. Yeah, have to. Formulate. I have seen people criticize. I don't know as much about it, but I do have a friend who's kind of into archery, and I've seen her criticize uh, Jeremy Renner in the Avengers movies for apparently a lot of stuff that's like, no, <laughs> that's not how you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like there are there are physical problems with the way that you are doing this. Um, yeah, I believe yeah, that. So the other so thing there, is, is in yeah. in this show. It's all CGI arrows, too. Right. 
like I think a lot of the time he just draws back in the air and they insert an arrow in there. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, you don't want him shooting like arrows at others. No. <laughs> that's no. a recipe for disaster. Even soft ones, that's going to hurt like a son of a gun. I have one of those Nerf bows. Like, even that's pretty bad. Get some in the eye with that. <sighs> Turn to Slade. Uh, you, got, you got Slade. <laughs> that should be his new catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> um, Slade, I actually, I, th- I thought that the, um, the call at the end, I actually thought it was going to be about Thea. Since we kind of left that thread of her being in the coma, yeah, hanging, I was like, I thought it was gonna be the hospital. So the hospital. Thea woke up or something. Nope. No. I guess but, she's still in a coma for another few episodes. Yeah, but it, um, well, first of all, it's funny because they they didn't have to pay Manu Bennett for this phone call, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're being very efficient with their use of the cast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just at that point, it's just money too, right? Right. Like even right. if you just talked, he's gonna get paid for the episode right because he's not a regular they're just still using him as a guest star yeah exactly because uh, you know he said hey kid when yeah when picks up the phone. <laughs> hey, hey kid i need your help yeah. anyway so i think i'm looking forward to that that should be good um the introduction of uh caden james I, like you said it's nice that they try to make it a nice uh, cool reveal by keeping his name until the end but the episode was such a like a wet dish rag that yeah, I just who cares? Didn't do anything. So that's a bit of a bit of a loss. But hopefully they start using him better. I kind of liked his character. In the yeah, there's kind of he doesn't scold her. Oh, he says I admire your efficiency or something, but you didn't have to kill him. I didn't like that she killed that guy because, like I said, there's no purpose to it except to show us that she's a bad guy. Yeah. And we don't really have a good sense. I feel like I don't have a good sense of Caden James from this. No, me neither. And his, uh, the bit that we got about him last year, right? Like, we're supposed to believe that he was a good, like, if not a good guy, you know, like somebody who had good intentions and was pursuing questionable means to accomplish them, which kind of describes Oliver, right? Like, and the whole idea of being a vigilante, but that somehow his being held by Argus send him over the edge and now he's just trying to wipe people out but like it's, I don't understand that. It, his motivation is unclear and it seems like for what it's worth he has like some sort of layered complex plan right like this is a mastermind style villain yeah so, I, I mean i i will give him the credit that i don't even think he's told uh black siren what his plan actually is yes like his I actual plan. To i think that. it's just for him you know because he didn't tell her about the uh, switcheroo for the getting uh, Felicity to hack the firewall. Right. So. Yeah, so he, he plays close to the vest, is what we know. Yeah. Um, but there's not much else in terms of, like, why. His, we don't have a motivation for him yet, other than he just seems like maybe he's angry. But that just seems kind of weak. Yeah, and that, you know... When you're talking about wiping out 4% of the population of Earth, uh, I'd like to know why. Like, is yeah, that the end? a good reason. Yeah, is that the ends to itself? Because, well, first of all, yeah, okay, that's incredibly evil. But to what end? Like, what? Why would you do that? To hold people yeah. hostage? Like, really? Dr. Why, why, especially, time? right, like, at, at, when you talk about 4% of the world's population, you're talking about 
a lot of people who have done nothing to you. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. this is not a personal vendetta. It's not like, oh, I've been wronged by this person. I'm getting my revenge on them. It's, I'm just trying to cause massive damage. Yeah, and it's and, not even a specific country. It's just... Right, yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's incidental collateral damage because it's people yeah. whose, like, health equipment stops working or people get hit, like, in car crashes or whatever. And yeah. it seems like they're indis- indiscriminate. And that, that to me is, it's a weird, it's a weird plan for a villain who seems to be about strategy and planning. Yeah. I mean, even Hive had a, something that made a bit of sense. Yeah. I mean, they were like a zealous cult, essentially. Yeah. Effectively. And they had their own little arc. Right. Fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, comic book style. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we're going to understand more about his plan as the, the season goes on. But uh, uh, I'm not I'm not excited by his first appearance. Yeah, it did not do much for me either. Yeah. But I guess we got some time before we <laughs> find out more. I guess it goes without saying, uh, Alex. Yeah, I'm going to give this one an Alex too. I, I liked yeah. parts of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, the character stuff's good. Be- yeah, it's not enough. You know, I'm sure there's a couple of scenes where I didn't want to punch Alex in the face. So, <laughs> and you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chip in there and uh, basically say that Malt is going to give it an Alex, too. <laughs> I believe it. We talked to him enough to know that that was uh, yeah, maybe not solid. Yeah. I'm looking back just to clear. I'm curious if these people, uh, the writing team on this one, have uh done anything before i mean they're both they've both been on the show for a while uh at least since season four um but it looks like i'm not sure that the two of them have done uh they seem to pair people like not randomly but like they switch up the pairs so i don't think these people have done an episode together before but one of the writers did work on uh some episodes that i think we didn't love like some of the canary introductions and um, the uh, episode that reveals uh, Robert murdering that guy last season that we oh, yeah. were critical of. Yeah, so, except in hindsight, that was that it, was kind of not yeah not on them because that was an yeah, original season. That episode. was a bit on us. So, although I don't know why everybody was shocked. That was the thing. Everybody else was shocked, but like, right? Probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, so hard to say um, because these people are always pretty much all of the stories are credited to two people. Yeah, uh, without with a few rare exceptions, it's hard to lay the feet at any one person. Like, oh, this writer wrote these episodes, and these are the ones we didn't like. So you know, I'm not, yeah. not oh, prepared yeah. to point the no, finger no, no. here. Whatever, it's a job. Some he's swinging a mess every now and then. Yep, it's, it's so I get. I don't hold it against anybody. I would actually love to talk to these people one day. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we, we I, this is, it's rare for us to take an episode to the woodshed quite as much as this one, I feel like. This yeah, is a, it's, it's because... Unusually bad. It, it's in our well, wheelhouse. Well, it's in our wheelhouse, so we're going to be a little bit iffy about it. But, uh, yeah, whatever. And there was, there was things that I like, so it's not the end of the world. Um, but, yeah, no, I would really love to talk to these writers and find out, like, how they big an episode how that tag team operation works. Yeah. Well, just like if, in the uh, writer's room, how, like how they interact with other shows. When we, um, when we let Greg go, uh, maybe yeah. he can pass, pass along a message for us. Yeah. That's, 
Greg's driving Maltz around today, so that's why, that's why Maltz couldn't be here. It's hard to do when he's got him tied up, though. I mean, it's... it's, it's it is. It's weird. Driving yeah. is dangerous. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when he's blindfolded. It's kinda, yeah, it's... Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I hope Maltz makes it back all the way. Uh, I don't know. I guess lives to live dangerously. <laughs> um, any last thoughts? Should we wrap this one up? Yeah, let's put this one to bed. Uh, eh, you know. Too bad. But uh, there's always, not a winner. Always next but, time. Yeah. yeah, there's always next. Speaking of which, as you alluded to, next week is uh, episode five, Deathstroke Returns, which I guess we'll see the return of Deathstroke. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was the other thing. Limb. That was the other thing is they've reverted to actually saying the title of the episode in the script. Yeah. Bit of a role reversal. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll maybe next week they'll yeah. they'll beef it up a little bit. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And then we have uh, two more episodes, including one on Thanksgiving called "Wait for It." Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, <laughs> followed by the crossover, uh, which is the last week of November this year. So, got a few weeks left before we we hit that, and I'm sure that the. Uh, we they've been a pretty active crew over covering Supergirl. Um, yep. Some of some of our uh, compatriots compatriots have picked that up, so I think they'll be covering the Supergirl installment of that. But yeah. as far as I know, nobody's covering the Flash or, or Legends of Tomorrow installment, so we may take that on. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, we watch them both. Yes, indeed. Yeah. At this so, point, dear readers, it's more of a, a pain in the ass to record, which is why we end up doing it so late. Yeah, uh, the both, watching is easy. In finding the, time late in the evening and just days after it shift, uh, shift. God, <laughs> tell what business I work in. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little tough on Thursday. Airing on Thursday nights is a little tough when you run right into the weekend. So yeah, yeah, because we can't watch it Thursday night, and then you know, Friday nights my uh, you know, out on the town. Oh right, paint it red. Paint it every color I can. I don't even know what that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think God. that's a sign that we should kill this yes. <laughs> mercifully. Yeah. Uh, so thanks for being here, Guy English. Uh, my pleasure. And we will see all of you next week. Watch The Flash and Legends. <laughs>